0: It's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Money talks. Money talks. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the VIP Sports Podcast, October 6th, 2016. And I must say, the weather in Las Vegas is absolutely beautiful. Sitting here with my partner, the big skipper, a.k.a. the chiropractor. Good morning, Skip. Top of the morning to you, sir. Buddy, like I said, today is a exceptional day. You got college football today, NFL. The room is writing more business than ever. We had a record-breaking day yesterday with 45 news. I mean, if you can't upgrade at least 30 of those, something's wrong, huh?
1: It's been absolutely insane. It's just that time of the year, Steve.
0: It really is. And And, and, and by the way, Podcast number 92. That's amazing, 92. Buddy, eight eight away from 100. I think we're going to have to make 100 uh, something very, very special, don't you think?
1: I'll leave that up to you,
0: partner. Okay, well, if it's up to me, then it's going to be money, hoes, clothes, and everything else (laughs) we know. (laughs) I'm all right
1: with everything but the hoes.
0: Well, me too, brother. Shout out to Kelly out there. Uh, Shout out to everybody trying to make it work and getting back together. Uh, I I miss you, Kel. Oh, boy. (laughs) I think the neighbors seen her creeping out last night about 11 o'clock, Skip. Oh, We're trying to God, no. trying to make it rekindle out there. You know, we got beautiful kids and, uh, you know, got to live a good life, you know.
1: Got to light the flame, kid.
0: Anyway, let's get right back into it. Let's get the excitement. Let's bring the people what they want. Uh, podcast number 92. Skip, anything come to mind when uh, I say 92? There's only one
1: 92, sir. Uh, the Minister of Defense. There's only one. Reggie, oh, the Minister
0: of Defense. Reggie
1: White, the, the, uh, <laughs> one of the greatest... If not the greatest defensive player ever, 13 uh, time Pro Bowler, won Super Bowl 31 down in New Orleans. I just so happened to be there. Green Bay Packers played the Patriots. He was what, part, he was part of that team.
0: What team do you think he played the best for? I uh, know what I think in my mind.
1: Well, fuck. I mean, the, back in the Eagles days, was, I mean that was the shit. Fuck,
0: I mean, he as was, far as I'm
1: concerned. Well, but, that's
0: that's things that I remember as a child, Skip. I mean, you know, not not being like a little baby, but thing, when I was really into football, I mean. I remember seeing him getting fucking busy as, uh, you know, I got older. and made me excited to want to wanna watch football.
1: Two-time NFL defensive player of the year, 198 sacks. I mean, he was uh, simply a beast, my friend.
0: Yeah, he was. Reggie
1: White, the Minister of Defense.
0: Podcast number 92, and a shout-out to Reggie White number 92 for a great career. Congratulations. Anyway, Skip, October 6, 2016, um, before we get into the show, Skip, I'd like to kind of do like a public service announcement real quick, Uh, talk to the people that may have just found our show, uh, not knowing that we have 92 podcasts, not knowing that we have 11 episodes on CNBC, the Business Financial Network, Mm -hmm. or don't know who I am or why we do the podcast. Okay. Okay? Uh, Number one, the reason why I do the podcast, ladies and gentlemen is to legalize and help support the movement of the legalization of sports betting. That's why I do the podcast. And to bring you guys into the life of a guy that bets big and lives larger. That's pretty much why I do this podcast, okay? So if you're just catching on to the show, or if you're one of those guys out there that... Let me explain something to you. Uh, I'm not doing this because I want to be an analyst on ESPN. I could have had that job fucking four years ago, okay? I don't do this because... Uh, I'm a a statistician. I don't have a degree in sports like the guys on ESPN. I don't know who played in 1954 and, frankly, don't give a fuck. That has nothing to do or have no bearing on winning games against the spread. I'm the most feared sports bettor in the world, and the reason why I do the podcast is to bring you into my life of a guy that actually bets five and six figures on games and actually does the things that everybody wishes they do and make people millions and millions of dollars, and at the same time, maybe teaching people how to be better sports betters, teaching them the lingo, letting people know that investing in sports betting is a hell of a lot more of an investment than the stock market. Uh, working all year to maybe get ten percent if you're lucky, we're in return we're making people four and five hundred percent on their money in a seven day service. Skip, yeah, I mean those numbers are fucking crazy. So guys, we do this th- now. On the other hand, my partner. The big skipper uh, is a very sharp guy. Skip, what was your degree over there in school? What were you? Well, I studied
1: economics in college. Studying
0: economics, he's a fuck. I'm pretty sharp. Very, very sharp. Watches every game, does stats, does his thing, knows who played 20 years ago, knows who won this pennant, knows who leading the league. And that's why I have Skip come and do my show with us, because him and I bond. I don't give a fuck about none of it. Don't watch none of it. Don't do stats. Uh, the only two stats that you, you could figure out are maybe my nuts on your bookie's chin. Tell me what the stat on that is. And that's pretty much going to be 10 out of 10. But I uh, come in here with Big Skipper because he knows what the fuck he's doing. I bring you into my life as a sports better, uh, most feared sports better in the world, give you my opinion uh, of, of what you need to do to be a better sports better, make you guys laugh with entertainment, and more importantly... Give you what's hot in Hollywood, uh, sports, and everything else.
1: Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not winning any trivia contests. Let's make that clear. I'm not sitting at home studying uh, statistics and what no. happened 30 years ago either. However, I'm a little uh, brushed up on the sports world. I'm a little knowledgeable. I'm a huge fucking fan. The reason why I'm in this office, Steve, is because of your money and your contacts, if I must say myself. Ha. I mean, listen, people. I've been betting sports since I'm 15 years old. I'm here for one reason and one reason only. This guy's got more money and more contacts in this industry than anybody I know. And believe me, I've been around a long time at this game, a long time. And he's got more money and more contacts than anybody in the business, period.
0: So what you're saying is if if, if you are an analyst and you are uh, have a degree in sports and you are on ESPN, does that mean you know how to pick games against the spread? Absolutely not. What I'm trying to say is you can know who won Super Bowl 31,
1: <laughs> the, Green <Bay laughs> Pack- the Green Bay Packers or the Patriots down in New Orleans. You might know who won that game. You might know that Reggie White played in that game. But it's not going to help you when it comes to beating the spread tonight. The only thing that's going to help you when it comes to beating the spread tonight is by picking up the phone and giving us a call at 877 877- 220 6540, or go to our website, VIP and say, I want to know who's going to beat the spread.
0: Also, if you're just looking for a free pick, even though sometimes that quenches our ass cheeks because free could be the most expensive mm. word in the world, uh, go to our website, VIP We have packages for all levels of sports better. Short, tall, bigs, whatever the case is, we'll take you from crawling to ball them, that you could take to the bank. Subscribe to our podcast uh, on YouTube, iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at VIP Sports LV. You can direct message us with any of your questions. Put your comments in. We love to read them. We love the support. And from the bottom of my heart, for every one of you guys that have been supporting us over the last three years, from the beginning of Money Talks, from the bottom of my heart and our family here at VIP, we appreciate your support. And anybody that supports us, will support you. And speaking of support, I want to give a shout out to our military hero, Skip. Yeah. Anything you want to say about that? As you Uh, know... Listen,
1: man, the world's getting fucking crazier every day. I mean, you know that, Steve. I mean, it's insane. You're watching
0: those debates and you're not liking either one of them. So I know you're getting a little nervous.
1: Listen, I'm pretty knowledgeable, not only when it comes to sports, but I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to politics and it comes to what's going on in the world. That's a whole nother podcast, Steve. I just want to say this. The world is a fucked up place. It's a dangerous place and it's getting more and more fucked up and more and more dangerous every day. So so now more than ever- Yes, we do want to congratulate, or should I say, thank the military. And support the
0: the United States military and the United States Armed Force Radio Network uh, for allowing us to provide our podcast and radio show for millions of people in the military and all around the world to hear us. Thank you, Armed Force Radio Network. And thank you to you guys keeping our country safe and supporting us. If you want to check us out on Armed Force Radio Network, it's Fridays at 1130 uh, a.m., and on Mondays at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. again. Those are
1: Pacific times,
0: Yes, sir. Uh, Friday, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, and on Mondays, like I said, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m.
1: Be safe out there. Thank you very much.
0: We got a beautiful podcast for you today. Uh, Skip, before we get into the podcast, I'd just like to ask you one simple question. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, because, I mean, I'm a little cocky. But I back it up a little bit. I talk a lot of shit. You deserve to be. I talk a lot of shit, but we also make a lot of money as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we're not just uh, a guy on the internet with, you know, turned his trigger fingers into Twitter fingers. Um, Here's the question that I have for you. We've taken Caesars. We're at at the fifth and sixth week right now. Would that be fair to say?
1: Uh, Yeah, we're heading into the sixth week. Tonight starts the sixth week. Of the college football season. Fifth
0: week of of NFL.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Because, people, there's only 12, 13 weeks of the college football season. Jesus. Uh, After this Saturday... Did we
0: say how fast it would go, Skip?
1: After this Saturday, we're 50% of the way through the college football regular season. Not counting the bowl games, of course. We are almost halfway through the college football season. And if you haven't gotten a hold of us yet, shame on you because you're missing out.
0: Here's the question I have for you, okay? Uh, I've been in week five, we probably met, I mean, I personally met about 14 clients already. You've been with about what, seven, you'd say? Uh, six, seven. My five, point yeah. is, is I've, I've taken Caesars Palace down this year for seven figures, mm-hmm. been at the Mirage, Bellagio. You've been stationed at MGM, uh, the I, M. I've been at the Venetian. Can yeah. I ask you a question? Where is our competition? I, am, I the, are, am I the only one that has clients in town? Am I the only one betting five and six figures a game? Because well, we're in these sports books, taking these sports books down, taking millions of dollars. How come there's none of our competitors in there, Skip?
1: All I can where's tell- all
0: these guys on scores and odds advertising that they bet big when they live in New York and don't bet at all? Where's our competitors that they're saying I suck? Or where's our competitors that they email somebody that they're betting a hundred grand a game and they don't even bet ten bucks?
1: I was with Jerry, the architect, my one of my new... Where's our
0: competitors?
1: One of my newer big clients, Jerry, the architect, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I know.
0: Shout, shout out <laughs> shout to Jerry up. out there. What's up, uh, Jerry? One of the biggest packages yeah. of the year.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, you know
0: what? And I got to give you a round of applause. I, I never, ever thought you would come up with a lifetime package.
1: Well, <laughs> it is what it you is. You
0: pulled that out. Well, hey, for 750000 he deserves it. Jerry... So.
1: Shout out to Jerry the architect. You know who you are. We love you, Jerry. Uh, Our competitors would love to know who you are.
0: Just hear me out, though. You're at the MGM. You're with Jerry. You're you're talking
1: shit. I was at the Venetian with him. Sorry, Uh, Venetian. Yeah, and uh, we were there, and he was firing 25,000 a game, and we hit the first two plays last weekend, and I'm looking around, and I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, where are all the big bettors at? Nobody's Three, betting over $1,000 in the casino. Everybody online's betting $50 parlays, $100 straight bets. There's no
0: sports services. The guys that claim to do what we're doing, they're in there betting $5 parlays.
1: I wasn't in there looking for the competition. However, I'll say this. I didn't see any anywhere.
0: All I'm trying to say is like we've literally been to every property in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and taken it over because you know how we roll, Skip. Yeah. Uh, we bet big and live even larger. We make a lot of noise. Uh, we eat well. Uh, we buy drinks for everybody around us, we gamble a lot of money, and that's what we like to do. We kind of cause a scene. I haven't seen anybody in our industry or anybody claiming to do what they say. Where's this fucking Vegas Dave guy that pops up once a year on the Super Bowl claiming he's a world-class handicapper because he wins one game? See, that's what I tell America. He wins a game on the Super Bowl, but does he discuss the 22% he hits all year long? Who gives a fuck if you win the Super Bowl? What about the fucking 18 games leading up to that? (laughs) And the hundreds of plays before that? Where are these guys that claim to be handicappers, Skip?
1: All I can say is Skip the chiropractor and Jerry the architect made a lot of money last weekend at the Venetian thanks to your architect when it comes to... You are the architect of the game, my friend. That is a fact. When it comes down to the personal... Listen, when it came down to picking the winners, you had the right information. Jerry and I made a lot of fucking money. There was a lot of cocktail waitresses, a lot of part-time... A lot of cocktail
0: waitresses that made... a thousand or more dollars each.
1: There was a lot of staff at the Venetian last weekend that had a very, very good day because of Jerry and I. It used to be, it
0: used to be Packer. Now it's the big skipper and Steve (laughs) Stevens tipping these
1: motherfuckers out. And because of your plays, but you were the architect of last week's football season or last week's football picks. Can we make something uh, clear about that though? I want to thank you for that again.
0: Thank you. And shout out to Jerry as well. Uh, since we're doing shout outs, I want to give a shout out to the grinder. want to give a shout out to Grindr. Brandon uh, for everything we've done at Caesars Palace. Uh, more importantly, uh, Mike uh, Menendez, uh, thank you for everything you've done. Uh, I can't say any first and last names. Give a shout out to Walter. <laughs> Walter's a beast. Walter, Walter was a cool dude. And That guy right there, I mean, a 67 year old man that smokes more warp, weed yeah. than me, yeah, real good that guy. That dude
1: was pretty cool. <laughs> that that car that he pulled up with, oh my god, I was fucking. I don't know where he got that. Walter, yeah. you're a cool, bee, you're a beast, man. Absolutely. So I I, I want to be 67 and be like Walter.
0: So do I, because all I'm telling you is he, he's rolling convertibles, he's living life, has four different houses. The guy has a beach house yeah. in, in Diego, beach house in Miami. The Guy's there. main house is in New York. He's out in Salt Lake. He was a cool dude to talk to. I'll say that. So I guess what I'm trying to tell you guys is... is. Um, a lot of people on the internet have turned in their trigger fingers into Twitter fingers. Uh, don't believe everything you see on the internet, like I said. Why do you think they're on American Predator episode 55? <laughs> you want to deal with a guy that actually does what he says he does, a guy that bets big, lives larger, a guy that puts his money where his mouth is, a guy that actually is third generation, born and raised in Las Vegas, um, in every one of these casinos, causing noise, with my clients, taking pictures, uh, making hundreds of thousands of dollars, go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Don't let the fucking players be the only ones to get paid this season. Now let's move into a little college NCAA football. What do you think about that, Big Skipper? I think Buddy, if you're not football. feeling this shit, if you're not Woo. making money, if you're not celebrating and getting fucking paid, then you're missing out on a big, big well, football season. Like I said, it's week six in college football. <laughs>
1: Uh, after Saturday, 50% of the college regular season will have been played. Uh, If you're sitting on the sidelines and you haven't joined us for college football profits yet, shame on you. I don't think they're Uh,
0: sitting on the sideline. I think they signed up with other people, and I think they're trying to do it on their own. And once again, shame on you.
1: Listen, don't try to look for the easy way out. Don't try to be cheap. I mean, don't try to do it. To guess is cheap. If you guess wrong, it's very expensive, people. Oh,
0: free could be the most expensive word in the world.
1: Hey, to guess is cheap, right? It doesn't cost anything to guess.
0: No, cheap things aren't good and good things aren't cheap. If you
1: guess wrong, it's very, very expensive.
0: That is correct.
1: I'm sure a lot of our people found that out in the past.
0: Well, just to kick it off, let's just say number five, Clemson, beats Lamar Jackson, number three, Louisville, and now ranked number three. Mm -hmm. But Clemson's only minus 16 slash 17 at Boston College.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's up to 17 right now. Uh, The early money's been coming in on Clemson. This game will be played Friday night, Clemson at Boston College. You, You... let me talk about this game for a second, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Uh, Clemson coming in off of a short week, heading out on the road after they just... Uh, Saturday, beat, Thursday? Yeah, after they just beat up on Louisville in what was a hell of a fucking game. By it the way. really
0: was. Good game. Uh, hell
1: of a game. Uh, but they are coming in after a short week, Steve. They got to go on, to the, ro- on the road. Does that really matter
0: as young college kids? Uh,
1: Full yeah, of fucking testosterone? Let me just say this. Like, I get a lot... I get a little hungover a lot after a bunch of Crown Royal. Uh-huh. This is one of those situations where you got to be careful. It's a crown
0: royal situation. Be
1: careful of the hangover. That's all I'm going to say. Let me give you a couple of stats in this game. Clemson 6 and 2 against the spread their last 8 games.
0: Guys, you better listen to what the fuck he's saying. He's trying to give you some inside information. Go ahead.
1: Clemson 6 and 2 against the spread their last 8 games. However, 3 and 7, Steve. 3 and 7 against the spread on the road oh! in their last 10 games. Uh Now, now be careful. Coming in off a short week on the road after a big game with Louisville, this spells hangover all over the place. However, is Clemson too good of a team to beat this hungover against Boston College? We'll see. Clemson's offense has struggled at times this year, Steve. Boston College is one of the best defenses in the nation. Um, Clemson obviously should win the game as a 17-point favorite. But will they cover? That's a whole other story. And uh, give us a call, and you may find out.
0: Well, last year, Deshaun Watson passed for 420 yards, three touchdowns versus Boston College, and Clemson won 34-17.
1: Right on the number this year, 17, right? They beat them by 17 last year, and the spread this year, 17.
0: What does that mean? So Michigan holds off Wisconsin.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, Number four, Michigan, minus 28 at Rutgers. I think the total on that, what, it's like 53?
1: Somewhere in that neighborhood, yeah. Landed... So
0: what, talk to me about Michigan-Ruckers a little bit.
1: Michigan, uh, the number four ranked team in the country, land four touchdowns you... uh, over a uh, terrible Ruckers you... team.
0: Terrible Ruckers team. Are you impressed? Well, sorry. Yes, I agree. Terrible Ruckers team. And Ruckers, uh, I'd have to say, have really went downhill just from last year, Skip.
1: Uh, they're terrible. Uh, they're, is it, are
0: they terrible? Are you actually going to say they're terrible?
1: They're absolutely, uh, ter- as George Bush would say, terrible. This <laughs> is America. Uh, this is America. and this The, R- the and team this,
0: is just downright terrible.
1: This Rutgers team is terrible. Okay, this, now Michigan.
0: America. I think Michigan is impressive. I like their game. Uh, are they a solid all around? I don't know, man.
1: They're very, very good. They're ranked number four in the country right now. Jim Harbaugh. I'm a big fan of Harbaugh. He's a beast. Uh, I don't think their defense has been where it really should be so far this year. Uh, they'll be they'll be able to to uh, show some muscle against Rutgers because Rutgers is a terrible opponent. Okay. But be careful. Four touchdowns is a lot of points to lay.
0: Once again, just because they're weak, that doesn't mean they're going to blow them out by 28 points, guys. You got to know what the fuck you're doing. You got to. It's, it's more than what a game looks like on paper, right, Skip? Yeah.
1: One more thing. Back to that Boston College Clemson game, just for the record, uh, I told you that Clemson was three and seven on the road. And Uh, seven and three at home, correct? Three and seven on the road against the spread, their last 10 games. However, Boston College, on the other hand, one and five and two pushes their last eight games at home, and oh four and one against the spread, their last five games against the ACC. So out of eight games, you're
0: talking one win, five pushes, and basically, I mean, five losses and two pushes, basically seven losses and one win.
1: Yeah, one win, five losses, two pushes at home their last eight games. So listen... Clemson doesn't cover on the road is what I'm trying to tell you. Boston doesn't, Boston College doesn't cover ever, especially at home. But anyway, be careful. That's a tough game. Hangover.
0: Uh, I agree. Tennessee comes back. Victory over Georgia. Uh, that was kind of an exciting game. Number nine, Tennessee is plus seven. Mm-hmm. At number eight, Texas A&M with a 57.5 over under. We have a major total in that game going off Saturday. So you guys want to get paid, give us a call. Quarterback Joshua Dobbs. Has led Tennessee to 11 straight victories.
1: Good old Rocky Top.
0: No, good, good old Rock- Joshua. Rocky Joshua Top. did his jobs. Good old Rocky Top. So I mean, now, now Tennessee. Uh, you, what about Joshua Dobbs? You, you, got any love for him? You, you like his game? Think uh, this guy's going to the league, or is he just another guy that's good in college and uh, get a good job ballet parking at a hotel when he's done? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, th- I think you'll do better. Uh, the fucking clip just broke, Steve. Oh, man. your clip? God yeah, damn! You, you just can't you, get
0: a good enough day today, can you, you? If
1: you see me from one over here. Oh, I see uh, it. It's my, okay, my man. My microphone clip just busted. Listen, it, if, it if you have in- a
0: bad clip, don't trip. Okay. Uh, Paige and Veronica Garcia. Veronica Garcia to the tech room. Veronica Garcia okay. to the tech Keep room. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, We never stop. Skip. You think a microphone's going to stop us from getting microphone, paid or getting? A-
1: listen, this fucking little microphone ain't going to stop me. Yeah,
0: we've had a lot more. It's going to take a little bit bigger of a fucking battle than yeah. that to get in our it's way, pal. It's going to
1: take a little bit worse than a clip breaking to stop me.
0: Anyway, Joshua Dobbs, give me your opinion on him.
1: Uh, he's solid. Uh, I'm, I'm a little suspect with him. Is the- he going
0: to NFL? I say no.
1: Well, pro- yeah, he'll probably get a gig in the NFL. Of you think so? He- of course. He and starts. Yeah. Well, he's not going to start. I right away, say but no. He'll get drafted.
0: I say what? Second round?
1: Mm, I don't. Know, it's too early to tell.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, re- remember what I said there. Uh, number one. Congratulations
1: um, to Tennessee, though, and uh, Joshua Dobbs,
0: eleven. And games. eleven games. Yeah, that's some serious shit. And uh, you guys keep it up. That's what I like. I like at college. I like people playing for stuff, and I like to see him get mm-hmm. absolutely paid. Uh, Want to give a shout out to number one. Roll motherfucking tide, Alabama minus fourteen at. Number 16 Arkansas. Now skip, I have information on this game right here that's going to knock somebody's socks off. Oh, I'm boy. talking about put a smile on their face so big they can eat a banana sideways. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a smile so big a Mack truck couldn't run it off your face. That's the type of game you're looking for, right? right. Type of game that's going to be over by halftime, type of game that you can go eat your chips and salsa and the rest of your chicken wings, get your dick sucked and not worry about nothing. That type <laughs> of game. If you're a degenerate gambler, the type of game where you can win and act like you already know you got paid, so you go play video poker or bet another game because you're degenerate, that type of game.
1: Eat your chicken wings, put your jersey on, and get your dick sucked kind of a game.
0: Yeah, in other words, you know the game <laughs> because most degenerates are stressing the game the entire game. This is a game that's going to be over by halftime, something that you know you got in the bank. Lift up your feet, put your hands behind your head, and and, and, and reap the Fruits of your hard
1: labor. I got to ask for permission. Can I use that on the phone today?
0: Perhaps a fucking movie. Sir,
1: this is the kind of game you could just put your jersey on, paint your face, eat your chicken wings, get your dick sucked kind of a fucking game.
0: Goddamn right it is. (laughs) Yeah, goddamn right (laughs) it is. And I want him to go 110% on it because at the end of the day, Uh, they fucking deserve it, Skip. And you do
1: deserve getting your dick sucked, right? You know you fucking
0: do. Don't you think there comes a time where you deserve a girl to nibble your nuts? Maybe take all your cock down her mouth? You fucking know you do. Go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We'll help you make the money to make that happen and make your dreams a reality. Fair enough? Fair enough. enough. God damn it. Uh, Anyway, just to sum it up, roll tide number 14 at Arkansas. Like I said, I have a major play on that. Let's not even talk about it. Alabama has 17. Uh, One thing that I will say, Alabama has 17 sacks in five games.
1: That defense has been absolutely fierce. When you sack the quarterback 17 times in five games, uh, listen, I played a little offensive line back in the day real early in my career. I will say this. I would not want to face anybody on that defensive line for Alabama, Steve. No. I mean, Alabama hasn't lost a game to Arkansas since Nick Saban's been there. All right, so that's saying a lot. They've uh, had
0: three games that have been close, including a 14-13 victory in 2014, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. Under Nick, they haven't lost.
1: And I don't think they're going to start now.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I don't gonna, think they're going to start today either.
1: They're a 14-point favorite against uh, number 16, Denny Ray's. Rest in peace, Denny Ray. Shout out
0: to Denny Ray Mason.
1: Rest in peace, Denny Ray, Mason's Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas
0: Razorbacks. Yes. Uh, while we're doing shout-out, shout-out to Nick Fondo. Love you too, brother. You guys are gone but never forgotten.
1: Right
0: on. Uh, number 23, Florida State, plus three uh, at a number 10 Miami skip. Can you tell me about that? Well, number 23 Florida State plus three at number 10 Miami. Well,
1: whoever thought when this game would uh, take place this year that Florida State would be a three point dog? That. In the beginning of the year, nobody would have thought that. That's for Jeez, damn sure.
0: No, no. But, How, uh,
1: however, it, it, it is what it is, and Florida State...
0: Do you see why in the beginning of the year you can't go off last year's power rankings? Yeah. Because they don't mean a fucking thing this year.
1: Florida State, we thought they had that amazing defense.
0: So, I talked about it all yeah, year from last yeah. year and the hype and everything, what we uh, saw.
1: What a very disappointing team. Uh, what a fraudulent team they've been. And uh, it should be very, very interesting.
0: Who, As, who's more of a fraud, them or the Carolina Panthers?
1: Uh, That's a good question, actually. I'm going to. Why don't
0: we ask our fans that?
1: I'm going to go with Florida State.
0: I want to ask you guys going into this season, with everything they had on the line uh, and everything people expected, who is the biggest bigger fraud? The Carolina Panthers,
1: huh? Or Florida
0: State? Or Florida State uh, College? I I want to ask you.
1: I'm going to go with Florida State.
0: You're going to go with Florida State? I'm going to say Carolina. Carolina has been a very very big disappointment to me. Uh and you know what speaking of NFL uh, I'm pretty much done with college. Why don't we get in NFL? I got a couple quick.
1: more things to say about college. Okay, sorry. Go but, ahead and finish if it up. If out. you don't mind. Go since, ahead. Since you're talking about the Florida State Miami game, Miami Florida the Hurricanes. Oh, by the way, since we're talking about hurricanes, oh. uh listen. We got a huge hurricane coming to the East Coast this week. Hurricane Matthew or uh-huh. Hurricane Matt. Uh shout out to the people down in Haiti. Uh, they better
0: look out for Hurricane Steve. Steve is coming huh. through these bookies.
1: The people down in the, uh, the in the Bahamas and Haiti and Cuba. I mean, you guys have gotten fucking annihilated. Uh, sorry about the life of uh, the, the loss of life down there. It's a horrible thing, Steve. This hurricane ain't fucking around. No. Hurricane Matthew. It's coming up the East Coast. They've already canceled the uh, Central Florida game tomorrow, the college football game. Uh, listen. Everybody be safe out there. Hurricane Matthew is here.
0: Another team that started strong that looks a little shitty. Yeah, I just wanted to say. Central Florida.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, be careful out there. Hurricane Matthew's in the house. However, as you just heard him say, Hurricane Steve Stevens, (laughs) Hurricane Hurricane VIP Sports. That's right.
0: It's not, it's not Hurricane Katrina, it's not Hurricane Matthew, it's Hurricane VIP.
1: Yeah, to put an absolute fucking assault on your bookie this weekend, period. We
0: got a game tonight stronger than Hurricane Matthew. I'm talking about stronger than the wins of Hurricane Katrina. A game that's going to fucking be over by halftime. Put a smile on your face so big.
1: Now, talking about Miami, Florida, they're ranked 10th in the country. Uh, this should be an interesting game. Miami, by the way, one of the best covering teams against the spread in college football. They're 4-0 against the spread, Steve, so. I love it. Anything else you want to go over in college? The only thing I was going to say is who are the best teams that are covering right now who are the best, te- the worst teams that are covering? Why
0: don't you tell me? I know who I like. Okay. Colorado
1: and Western Michigan are the two best teams against the spread in college football up until this point. They're both five. Guys,
0: guys, write that down because I know you guys want some real knowledge. Tell them, Say that one more time, Skip. Colorado
1: and Western Michigan are both 5-0 against the spread this year. 5-0. Two best teams against the number.
0: If you're going to guess, bet teams that have covered the most against the spread. There's That's all three I can teams- tell
1: you. There's three teams out there that are uh, 4-0, Miami, Florida being one of them, the Ohio State Buckeyes, and the Toledo Rockets, all 4-0 against the spread. You want to know the worst teams against the spread? I'll tell you, even if you don't want to know. Florida Atlantic is 0-5 against the spread, people. They haven't covered a game all year. Bowling Green, uh, not Bowling for dollars this year. Oh, Bowling Green, 0-5 against the spread. Bowling for shit. Bowling Green, 0-5 against the spread this year. The Oregon so Ducks. Bowling
0: Green should be Bowling Brown.
1: The Oregon Ducks haven't covered a game. They're, Ducks
0: never gave a fucks.
1: They're 0-4-1 against the spread. They do, they do got a push in uh, uh, Connecticut. Wow, 0-4-1 as well. So there you have it. So
0: there's it. some shitty fucking teams that uh, Skip says that all the games on the board, there's four games not to bet on and maybe a couple you might want to run until there's no more running. You might want to run those two teams like a Coke run, guys. Just You can't go no more. You might want to run those two teams like Skip on a Saturday night until you just can't run no more, <laughs> till you can't play no more, till the machines aren't there, mm. till he goes and goes and literally collapses. Until security walks you to your room or, or carries you. Yeah. I mean, that is why shout out to Big Ron out there for. Yeah. Uh, you talk about sacks over there in Tennessee. I, I bet you. I bet you Big Ron has more carries to the room than they have sacks over there in Tennessee. Mm. <laughs> Big Ron's from Who Tennessee. has more carries? <laughs> Who has more carries this year? Uh, Big Ron to your room? Or Or the leading running back in the NFL. (laughs) Shout out, Big Ron. Thanks for helping me out. Moving on in NFL, uh, as everybody knows, uh, tonight you got a marquee matchup with Arizona minus four, taking off a San Francisco 49er team who's looking to have Colin Kaepernick back at quarterback because they do need something to happen over there, Skip.
1: Well, I I don't know what they need, uh, but it's not Kaepernick.
0: Uh, No, it's not, but I'd like to see him get back in the game. I'd like them to play him the way he is, a running quarterback. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. When you get a guy like that out of college, you knew when he was at UNR that he took five steps per, or five yards per step. You Mm -hmm. knew he was a running quarterback, and that's what almost, that's what got you the Super Bowl and almost the title. Mm -hmm. So I can't stand owners that get this type of quarterback and then try to turn him into a pocket quarterback. I've told you owners to get a, a, a quarterback that can run and a quarterback that'll sit in the pocket. You let Kaepernick run the team until they basically kill him. Because eventually you're going to get hurt running that type of plays. But listen, why do you sit there and let them sit on the bench? You let them guys get in the games and run their fucking asses off. Let them do their thing, huh? You let Cam run. You let Michael Vick run back in the day. You, you mm-hmm. let the, I mean, that, that's what these guys do. They're fucking runners at the end of the fucking day.
1: Randall Cunningham.
0: Randall Cunningham was a fucking beast Woo! at it. However, they made him into a pocket quarterback before too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, Made did. him sit in the pocket mm-hmm. and change his game. So, you know, don't try to teach these quarterbacks how to change because they've went their whole life this way. Find a quarterback in the draft or from another team you like that's in pocket, a quarterback, and find one that's out there running because in this day and age, those running quarterbacks can take you 60% on their own, Skip.
1: Well, Carson Palmer uh, still out with the concussion protocol, the NFL protocol for concussions. Has Carson Palmer out of that game tonight in San Francisco. Drew Stanton will be behind the center tonight. Uh, he's got a 10-year career. I think this is only his 13th start uh, in 10 years. He's, what, a, he's a professional
0: backup, but he'll get, more, he'll get the chance tonight. What's more surprising than that is, did you expect Arizona to be 1-3? Uh, absolutely not. Okay, okay. No. It's 49ers? Yes.
1: yes. You might want to put Arizona into that underachieving category.
0: Correct. Arizona,
1: Carolina Panthers, Florida State, yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely. I guess who would be a bigger disappointment? I guess the better question would have been, Who's a bigger disappointment, Arizona or Carolina?
1: The line's been bouncing around. Arizona was minus four. It went down to minus three. Right now it's at three and a half as of about an hour ago before we started the podcast. Uh, the total's been anywhere from 42, uh, 43. I think. The I world saw- doesn't
0: know what to bet, and yeah. they're just guessing, probably. I much. saw
1: 43 and a half uh, before we started the podcast. Arizona was minus three and a half in this game and the total was 43 and a half.
0: Well, let me give you a, a stat. Larry Fitzgerald with 14 career touchdown receptions against the 49ers.
1: He's had some very big games. against L- San Listen
0: to me, yeah. most by any receiver versus the 49ers Generally. in league history. Yeah. So that's pretty serious. So uh, for those of you out there in your fantasy football, in your fantasy fucking land, you might want to have Fitzgerald, huh? Well, Cardinals David Johnson leads the NFL with 510 yards from
1: scrimmage, they got an opportunity to put up some offense tonight, even without, uh, with Palmer in the quarterback position. So
0: Palmer's out of the game. Uh, this is a, a pretty much an up-for-grabs game, uh, if you ask me. Uh, we do have information on it, but don't forget, there's two other college football games tonight. So with a marquee matchup, ladies and gentlemen, just because you see an NFL game on the board doesn't mean you have to bet it. Yeah. And if your mind and in your body, if you feel you do, you're what we call a degenerate. Yep. Which is okay. Just realize you have the disease. Temple's
1: in Memphis tonight. Memphis is laying ten. Uh, the
0: total in this game, Steve, is going from
1: sixty uh, down to fifty-seven and a half. Just about an hour ago. So Memphis at home. The Tigers minus ten against Temple.
0: What we're saying is, two, one, and three teams isn't a team you bet five, ten thousand on. For you little guys out there to bet a nickel, a dime, couple hundred dollars, yeah. But our fifty, twenty-five thousand, hundred thousand dollar players. They won't get this football game to save their fucking life. They'll get college, <laughs> bottom fucking line. Tom Brady Tom Brady is back in full motherfucking effect. Tom Brady. Yeah, he's back. He is back. With an empty sack. Think he unloaded his nuts? Here's what you got to yeah. love. Yeah, Here's what you got to love about NFL suspension, you know. When you get suspended from your job, it's usually a pretty bad thing. You get suspended from the NFL... Uh, your wife's nibbling your nuts out on the Caribbean, you're sitting out on a fucking boat, uh, you're partying, having fun, drinking champagne, what a horrible suspension, huh?
1: You're going to Michigan games.
0: Michigan games, uh, playing uh, catch with your boy over there.
1: Yeah, playing catch with Harbaugh at the Michigan game. No big deal. Uh, you know, like I said last week, I heard he was in Costa Rica, a little birdie told me he was down in Costa Rica. On a
0: small little boat, fucking Giselle <laughs> from the back. Like I said, shooting off more nuts than any squirrel in a tree, for sure. Yeah, but, the, uh, you know... He Who do you think got off more nuts during their suspension? Tom Brady or the chimpanzees at the zoo over there that are jacking off left and fucking right? Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, no, wait, these monkeys at the zoo, dude, oh, I don't even want to get into it. These motherfuckers jack off more than anyone I've ever seen. So oh, if you're going to tell me who's busting more nuts, the monkeys at the zoos or Tom Brady on suspension, is Tom Brady? I got to agree with you.
1: I haven't been to the zoo in a long time.
0: Oh, well, trust me. These little fucking monkeys, (laughs) they got where you bring your kids and shit and they're laughing, all of a sudden you look over, one of them's picking through the other monkey's back eating shit while the other one's just sitting there pounding the fastest fucking nut. (laughs) This fucking monkey jacked his little cock and actually nutted. Oh, God. Look, he nutted. Grabbed it in his hand, like, ah. Just threw it. Threw it, like, oh, ah. Almighty. And then went off picking his partner and shit. Oh, God <laughs>
1: almighty. What a, I
0: mean, just, what the fuck? We ain't got no so, time for that. No, nah, man, you got to be careful. So if you guys are at a, a peaceful family, you're a Mormon family, religious family out there, you might want to keep walking past the monkeys because they are liable to bust a nut on you. Oh. And that might not be something you want to teach the kids out there coming uh, fresh out of Sunday school. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> What is that, Daddy? What is he doing? Oh, my God. He's just releasing, son. He's just releasing. Oh. Oh, my God. Back to Tom Brady. Yeah, so Brady shot more nuts off than anybody. He's back. Here's the thing that we need to talk about, Skip. New England minus 10.5 at Cleveland Mm -hmm. with a a 46.5 total. Yes. Very scary game. The line is definitely a fucked up line.
1: Well, New England didn't miss a beat. Uh, what'd they go? 3 and 1 without Tom Brady? Uh, uh, not a bad start without your starting superstar quarterback. However, Christ, I, I don't think anybody saw them being shut out last week against Buffalo, right?
0: The only thing that went Ooh. down was their average points. They averaged 29.1 points with Brady, mm-hmm. and without him, uh, just 23 points. So pretty much a touchdown difference.
1: Well, New England. Which, hey,
0: when it comes down to the spread, is a fucking lot.
1: Well, New England is in Cleveland, so for Tom Brady to come back, uh, not a bad opponent to come back to sharpen up your skills after a nice long vacation.
0: uh, Well, the team is terrible, but the fans can beat you by themselves out there in Cleveland. They're pretty thugged out.
1: Well, he's got to head into... uh, Yeah, Brandon, what's up? He's got to basically head into the dog pound. They're a 10, 10 10.5 point favorite on the road. Like you said, the total's 46.5. Listen, New England has won six out of the last seven games against Cleveland, so...
0: So you got to look out for that game. And like I said, uh, they've won the last six out of seven meetings uh, with each other. New uh, New England has won that game. Skip, I don't mean to, you know, jack my own cock like the monkeys at the zoo, but uh, (laughs) I got to toot my own horn here, brother. (laughs) There were two teams that I said in the very beginning of the season to look out for, to cover against the spread that we gave a a little gift. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, Skip, that was Minnesota and Atlanta.
1: You gave out two sleepers in the start, at the start of the season. You said Minnesota and Atlanta were going to be your two teams to watch. And congratulations, both teams look wonderful.
0: And covering the spread. Yes. One thing that I'm very impressed about, which is not good for Bridgewater, is I thought bridge I was a big supporter of Bridgewater. You were on the fence. And you, and you know what? I'm starting to lean your way now because I was really starting to believe that this kid is a superstar. But you know what? Minnesota has a fucking phenomenal it's the team. Team, it's the team in every position, yeah. and it doesn't matter who runs it. Look at the average quarterback. He's doing, listen, as good, if not better than Bridgewater.
1: Sam Bradford has come in there. He's taking the reins. He's taking the bull by the horns. And uh, So why would
0: you sign a Bridgewater for gigantic money?
1: Let me tell you, it's coaching over there. It's coaching. Uh, since uh, Zimmer's taking that team over, uh, I believe they're, the Vikings are – I believe it's 28 and 9, Steve. 28 and 9 against the spread under, the, under his head uh, coach tenure.
0: It's something like that. It's, yeah. it's fucking Tw- phenomenal. I, I believe they're 28 it, and
1: 9 against the spread, the Vikings. It's, since, in the, it's like
0: 70 plus percent. Since he's become the coach. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like 17
0: and two. And really guys, 15. guys, those are the spreads and the stats that you're looking for against the spread, yeah. not who licked Tom Brady's nuts in 1954. Minnesota. Not who cleaned his jock strap last season. That has nothing to do with winning games against the spread today.
1: The Minnesota Vikings not only win games, Steve, but they do cover.
0: You can eat, okay. breathe, and live football like these guys tell me. I, I eat, live, breathe, sleep, football. And you're probably 30% picking games against the spread. The number one covering Put a football co- up your ass. You ain't going to outpick me. <laughs> the number one covering
1: coach in the NFL, Minnesota Vikings, number one covering team. Yeah.
0: He's a superstar. So what I'm saying is, is we both know Bradford is average at best. What you're saying is you put a real quarterback at Minnesota. You're looking at a Super Bowl fucking team right there. That's what you're uh, looking at. They're, they're very good, very good. Tom Brady plays quarterback for Minnesota. What happens? He doesn't have to. He's got a great team. <laughs> I just like fucking with you. I know you love Now, let me ask you this, Skip, just real quick. Mm-hmm. If you're going to start a football team today, you take Tom Brady or you take Wensylvania?
1: Well, Brady doesn't have much longer left. I mean, I'm going I mean, I'm going with
0: a man. <laughs> Come on, you know that. But your is completely wrong. Are you talking about... No one in the world would pick him. Are you talking about team.
1: this year? I mean... Wh-
0: hey, you're starting a team today. Hey, today and today only. Uh, let's, let's say you're going to start an NFL team. You're going to start today and today only. Am I
1: building a team just for today or am I building a... Well, for, you might uh, build it for five, five years. years. You're starting your yeah, team, well, bro. Then
0: I'm going to take one. You're going to take one, Sylvania? I, I, I got Brady all day long for another five years. Well, Easily. You can have him. Yeah, and you, you, know, you think it was a good call to... Uh, uh, shake off Peyton Manning and bring old uh, Andrew over there, even though he's good?
1: Listen, just be sure you got the uh, air pump. I'm
0: looking to get the rings Why I can't.
1: Just make sure you got the air pump so you can pump his balls up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll pump his balls up. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to pump up is my bank account when Brady- I win
1: another motherfucking game. Yeah, you're going to need the air for Brady's balls.
0: Okay. So, anyway, Minnesota minus six at home versus Houston. Total is 40 on that, Skip. You mm. said there's something wrong with the total there. Mm. They're 4-0, and oh. mm. uh, Philly minus three at Detroit. 4 and O oh, Philly mm-hmm. minus 3 at Detroit 46 over and under you want to talk to me about this game Philly mm-hmm. boy is this a dangerous trap or what
1: um well my sleeper this year was the Detroit Lions um should have a last better,
0: year you should have shot last week you should have shot yourself should have a better record
1: than they do right now however they're a solid football team
0: how are you going to tell me after that game this that last week's game that they're a solid football Detroit's team Detroit's a solid team they are team. fucking terrible
1: they're a solid team
0: uh, they lost. They cost my clients money last week. I ain't going to lie. But this podcast ain't all about winning. We lost that game. Fuck them.
1: They're a three-point home dog they to the Eagles. They fucking
0: sucked, So
1: now all of a sudden you got the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Now you're going against your with Eagles. With a
1: rookie quarterback going on the road. Who you road. just picked over, Brady. You got a rookie quarterback <laughs> and the Philadelphia Eagles going on the road. Laying, I need
0: some marijuana for this. Laying
1: thing. three points to a high-scoring Detroit team. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see.
0: Okay. By the way, that's not a game that'll be on our board, but that's a game that me and Skip might, might match up or mark up maybe $5,000 bet. That's a you made a bunch of money this week. Your clients took very good care of you. Yes, they do. Think maybe you want to go big on, a, on, a, on the air, maybe a little I, 5G bet?
1: I'm not sure that's the game I would be
0: betting. No. If we do it, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do a 30-second little uh, video for uh, YouTube not, and put I'm it up. Sh- that's not the game I would put five grand on. Okay. Well, against me, I mean, you'd be betting me. So, anyway, Lions have allowed 18 touchdowns to tight ends in their last 20 games, Mr. Uh, Great Team. Eagles starting tight end Zach Ertz is expected to return this week. What's up with your boy Zach Attack? He's
1: not going to do anything.
0: No, I didn't think so either. Let me ask you this, Skip. Biggest story in the media right now uh, this week has been uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm Mm-hmm uh is this all just smart marketing uh by Odell because you know he's young or is this just some immature selfish stupid bullshit
1: I'll go with the latter the latter yeah what is that the ladder, the 20-foot ladder uh-huh no uh this he's immature he's selfish all the above he's a kid uh, he's remember a mor- hold he's, on he's a moron
0: here's what I compare him to well and actually this is embarrassing because he's not that good but do you remember when LeBron James his first two years in the NBA and you and you remember because we've talked about this Remember when he was doing his dance moves, and he was dancing Mm -hmm. and doing all the latest moves out of high school, Mm -hmm. and nobody liked it? Mm -hmm. Uh, That reminds me of Odell. He's young. It's a new generation. I mean, when he scores, he does the same moves my kids do. Mm -hmm. You know, they're out there doing the whip and the nay-nay and all that shit that uh, my daughter Peyton does. Mm -hmm. Shout out to P-Tuts. Get them grades. uh, Keep them grades up. Do what you got to do. You know, be looking to get that new car when you're 16 here real soon. Uh, shout out to Sean John, little D, uh, Aubrey Um, I just think he's immature. I think he's fucking, uh, a kid. I think he needs to shut the fuck up and play football, stop dancing, stop doing all this bullshit, Mm -hmm. and, uh, just keep his mouth closed for a little bit, because everybody's tired of hearing his shit. I agree. Huh? I agree. And I'm tired of seeing his yellow hair, too. You're looking for attention. Uh, you've already got millions of dollars. You're fucking who you want. Uh, you're a cool dude. Just... Pump your brakes a little bit and slow the fuck down, dude. Seriously. Can, uh, I,
1: can I talk about uh, the, who's uh, in the
0: NFL? You know, we
1: did who's covering and who's not covering in college football.
0: I was, that's in our segment. Yeah. Can we please get to that? So Skip told you who was covering and who wasn't covering in the college NCAA football. Right. Skip, why don't you tell us now who is covering in NFL and who is not covering?
1: What I'd like to do is give you a breakdown like I did after the first two weeks. Uh, the first two weeks, there were nine dogs and seven favorites that covered, and uh, out of those 18 dogs that covered, you remember me saying 15 of them won outright, right, Steve? Yeah. Okay, well, guess what? <clears throat> in week three, it was the same thing. We didn't talk about it last week because we were off. Uh,
0: by the way. Oh, shout- by the way, shout out to the sizzle reel yeah. uh, that I released. Absolutely. Uh, everybody in the world has been asking for that, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even think they know that we've put it out, to be honest with you. We might have to talk to Joe with social media, but uh, no one really knows that we released that because we put so many ads and things after that link, you know uh, what I mean? Yep. But we did re- release the uh, little bit of unreleased Steve and sizzle reel uh, of me coming from the streets, what I am, what I'm all about, where I come from, how I'm getting to the level where I'm at now, how I got my start, bringing you into the life of uh, a guy that bets big and lives larger, a kid from the streets, North Las Vegas, who came from nothing and turned into the most feared sports bettor in the world. So we gave you guys what you wanted. I hope you enjoyed it. We love you, and there's going to be a lot more gangster shit to come uh, when we get to the next show.
1: Give the people what they want. That's what I want to do. In week three, again, there was nine dogs and seven favorites. So that's three weeks in a row, Steve. In the NFL, nine dogs covered, seven favorites. Now, last week in the NFL was the first week that there was more favorites that covered than dogs. There were 10 favorites last week that got the money in week four, and only six dogs covered last week in week four. It's the first time, the first week of the year that there were more favorites than dogs. Now, here's what I want to tell you: If you haven't been listening to me, if you haven't listened to what I said, if you got an underdog in the NFL, take the points by all means. However, back it up with the money, value. Back it up with the money line and get your value. On those six dogs last week that covered Steve, all six of them won the game outright.
0: And you know what? You're gonna have some fucking idiot fuck trying to debate some shit you said right now. Look, you broke fuck. If you're debating what he says, just bet the fucking games and try to get paid and shut the fuck up. Stop worrying about what he's saying.
1: All six dogs last week that covered the spread won the game outright.
0: Statistic stat stat motherfuckers. So let me go ahead and
1: just sum it up for you. It's all about
0: making money betting sports. I don't give a fuck about stats.
1: After four weeks, let me sum it up for you in the NFL.
0: Listen to what the fuck he says, because this is how you make money.
1: If you don't think the odds makers know what they're doing, you can't
0: beat them on your own, okay? So- matter of fact, why don't you look in the camera and say to anybody, matter of fact, to anybody out there who says that you've had a five winning week season, 90% of the public lost. Sportsbooks have made more money this year in the first five weeks in the last 15 fucking years. So if you're telling us that you're winning and you're hitting 70%, do yourself in a favor. Look in the mirror when you say that. That way you know what you look like when you're lying.
1: The sportsbooks have absolutely been cleaning up so far this year in football. College M Pro, by the way. Now, the odds makers, all they're trying to do is to get the same amount of money on both teams in a, in a ball game. They want the same amount of money, Steve, on the favorite as they do on the dog.
0: They want all, to make their 10%. All
1: they want to do is make their 10%. 10%
0: of fucking 5500000 five hundred thousand, all right. day
1: long. That's right. All they want to do is make their juice, make their vig, uh, and get their commission, okay? So, they want to make the line as tight as possible so they have as much Tighter money... Tighter than mouse pussy. So, they have as much money on the favorite as they do on the dog. So... Let me tell you how they've done so far in the NFL. There's been 33 dogs that have covered, Steve, in four weeks. 33 dogs and 31 favorites. Fuck. Now, now you can't get any closer to 50-50 than that, except 32-32. They're right on point this
0: year more than they've ever been. The
1: oddsmakers are sharper than any knife in the drawer right now. Oh, that's
0: a fact. They don't get stabbed in your back, motherfuckers. They've
1: put the line right to the point where there's been 33 dogs and 31 favorites, They are doing a phenomenal job at setting the number, and you can't beat them on your own. I guarantee you that. Now, the last point I want to make, out of those 33 dogs that covered in the first four weeks, I tell you to take the money line. If you got a dog, take the money line, back it up with the points, but make sure you get something on the money line. Well, out of those 33 dogs that covered, Steve, 28 out of 33 of them have won the game outright. Fuck. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable to say the least, Skipper. Um, let's move on to Major League Baseball, if you don't mind. Let's do it. Just, uh, Major just, Le-
1: just for the record, a lot of overs, too.
0: A lot. Of, hey, let's keep that on the low. We've been making a lot of money on that big difference.
1: Th- 36 overs and only 28 unders, okay? Uh-huh. So, uh, so if you bet them all, you made money. So far, the dogs and the overs have prevailed. Uh, slight edge to the dogs in the NFL. However, the money line on the dogs is the way to go uh, with the over.
0: Being a baseball connoisseur like yourself, being Mm -hmm. a guy that's been almost to every fucking stadium, it's what you love to do. I want to ask you this. As you know, a fan at the Toronto Blue Jays against Mm. the Orioles threw a tall can. I think it was an old English tall can. (laughs) (laughs) They said it had to be from the hood because it was a fucking uh, old English. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it was a tall can of beer uh, thrown. It almost hit him. Uh, What would you do? Like When you catch the guy, what would you sentence the fan to? Uh, what, like That fan gets in trouble, he gets kicked out, he goes to the jail, uh, obviously because he's drunk. You don't throw a fucking tall can at a fucking player and almost fucking hit him live on TV. Makes America look bad, makes baseball look bad, makes our country look bad, you fucking idiot. But uh, anyway, wh- what I would do to him is I would let uh, the outfielder, I would have him held, I'd let him break, hit him in the fucking jaw and break his fucking jaw. Then I'd make him clean the stadium with the cleaning crew for 30 days straight.
1: Yeah, and I'd also ban him from being able to come to any games. Uh, it wasn't an American. You know, uh, it wasn't an American. That was in Toronto, my friend. Uh, no American, hopefully, would be hold that, on. Would be that fucking smart. Uh, hold that's, on. That's it's stupid. an
0: American league. That's yeah. what you missed my, my point an, an, an American here. American I, and I'm very familiar where yeah. it was, but you're making American baseball look bad. We give you yeah. one fucking team. Yeah. We don't need your fucking bullshit. You right. follow me? Yeah. That, that's where I'm going. I didn't uh, want to go out right and be like, fuck Canada. We got a lot of Canadian clients. Well, I know that, but I'm going to go right there. You fuck hey. Well, hey, fuck it then. Hey, go you, ahead. Hey, you bacon-eating motherfucker. You know, what Canadian bacon-looking motherfucker, stop throwing shit. You're making American baseball look bad. We give you one team, uh, and you're in the playoffs. Don't fuck it up.
1: You fucking come up bacon-eating motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean, eh? Jesus. I give me Canadian bacon, eh?
1: Listen, and by the way, the beer costs too much to be <laughs> fucking throwing it at a player, you dumb fuck.
0: That's a fucking fact.
1: Drink your beer. Don't throw it around.
0: Yeah, and, and what I would like, either that or I would like the player to have an opportunity to be put in a padded cell with the guy for four minutes.
1: Yeah, put him in a ring. Let him smack the Beat shit out Beat his out of him.
0: motherfucking ass. You want to you get drunk and throw shit at me and disrespect yeah. me? Yeah. Let's fight head up. See, see what it's all about. Let, him sm-
1: let the player smack the shit out of uh, the fan that did it.
0: Who do you uh, think I... Was, yeah, exactly. Ban him
1: from being able to come to any more games for life. You, got a life. you got a lifetime ban from being able to show up at the games. Correct. And uh, let the player beat the shit out of him. And make him come and clean up the stadium for maybe 20 games or something like that.
0: Yeah, 30 days of cleanup. Yeah, yeah. And, and he'll have a little bit more respect after that. I guarantee you that. Punk,
1: punk ass bitch.
0: Um, two great wild card games, I must say, Skip. Uh, classic National League pitch and duel. Uh, Bum Garner. Uh, Syndergaard, mm. uh, it came down to a fucking three-run, uh, three-run homer to top of the ninth. top of the fucking ninth to yep. get the job done. Shout out to you, Syndergaard. You did your job. Bumgarner, you're usually a bum on the road. Ooh. Your record's usually not that good on the road. What is he on the road before last night?
1: Uh, something like two and six on the road. His last eight games. He
0: showed up last night, but more importantly, this is what I want to tell you guys. Both pitchers did their motherfucking job. Goes to the bullpen. At that point, it's can your team back you up? Mm-hmm. If your pitcher can keep you scoreless going into the fucking seventh and eighth, it's your fucking team's job to hit a fucking ball and score some fucking runs to win for you. Both of those pitchers did their fucking job last night.
1: Well, Bumgarner.
0: Both world class pitchers. Absolutely. And I love yeah. them both. So. I, I,
1: I got to tell you, it's been a hell of a start to the baseball postseason. Both of those wild card games the last couple of days. Absolutely phenomenal games. As you said, Bumgarner with a complete game shutout last night on the road. Uh, He tends to struggle a little bit on the road, but when it comes to the postseason, there's no struggling in this guy, Steve. This guy is simply fucking money. Bumgarner, you're a damn beast. It's another complete game shutout for Bumgarner in the postseason. Syndergaard throwing a no hitter through five innings, Steve. A no hitter through five innings for Syndergaard. And Familia comes in late in the game. Gives up the three-run homer in the ninth inning. Familia, the closer for the match, gets the loss uh, from an unexpected source. Connor Gillespie with a three-run homer in the top of the ninth.
0: Absolutely amazing. And I'd have to say it's got me watching baseball when... uh haven't watched it for a while. I mean, even with football, I was watching these playoff games have been pretty fucking excited. 0-0 hey, zero, zero is boring, but when you're watching a pitching duel, it's kind of exciting. I mean, you would rather watch a guy go with a no-hitter than maybe an 18-run game, right?
1: Hey, look, that was a great game to watch Well, I'm asking night. you because yeah. I don't know. Would you rather Absolutely. see a game full of hits yeah. and home
0: runs or a, a pitcher trying to shut down an entire team by himself?
1: I, I like them both ways. I mean, yeah, I, me too. I love that pitcher's duel last night. 0-0 zero, zero going to the ninth. Yeah. I mean, they had a combined like five hits going to the ninth inning it was a great game. And the other game, the American League wildcard But hold game. on
0: before we go wow. there, I just want to give a stat. Bumgarner is never allowed a run in any elimination game. Did you yes. know that?
1: I think it's like 24 innings or something.
0: He's sure. pitched in, yeah, well that he's pitched in. I mean, they will face the Cubs Friday. Mm-hmm. Dodgers at Nationals. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: Uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, the Nationals... Have a little bit of an injury problem right now, Steve. They got they're not ready. They got no mm. Uh No, uh, their catchers fucked up. Wilson. So Ramos.
0: basically, no Michael Jordan. That's w- pretty rough, dude.
1: Wilson Ramos, the catcher's fucked up. Uh, he's going to be out for the series. And uh, uh, Daniel Murphy, who is questionable for the series, is banged up as well. No Strasbourg, as I mentioned. I think the Dodgers' offense is going to... Uh, Hands
0: down. Let's just go ahead and give them something. Hands I, down, Dodgers win the game, guys. I
1: think the Dodgers win the series. We don't
0: do that. We get paid for it. But I've honestly made so much money out of these sports books lately that you guys call me Santa Claus. You deserve a gift. I think Take the, the Dodgers.
1: I think the Dodgers win the series. Uh, game one is Friday night. You got Kershaw is a minus 145 favorite. Uh, the game is in Washington. The Nationals have the uh, home field advantage in the series. Nationals are putting up Scherzer. Max Scherzer against uh, Clayton Kershaw. Game one, Friday night. Total <laughs> in that game, Steve, is six.
0: Those are two more pimp pitchers. <laughs>
1: oh, th- those are two pimps right there, for sure. Kershaw on the road, minus a 145 favorite. And I'm going to lean towards the Dodgers. I think their offense... Uh, is the difference in the series, my friend.
0: I, I got to fucking agree with you. And today, Thursday, as you know, Toronto Blue Jays take on Texas Rangers again mm-hmm. uh, and another marquee matchup duel. Uh, like I said, don't want to talk too much about that. That game's I mean,
1: getting ready to start here uh, well, within the next uh, hour.
0: Correct. Yeah. So that's why we won't go too far there. And then you got Boston uh, at Cleveland. In the last 30 years, only five teams have had the best regular season record and gone on to win the World Series. 2009 Yankees. Here, did, did I? Did you understand what I was telling you there? For these these yeah. squares out there, I talk too fast. In the last 30. In years. the last 30 years, only five teams had the best regular season record and gone on to win the Super World Series. Is 2009 Yankees, the uh, who else? skipped? 2007. 2007 Red Sox. Yep. Uh, Yankees again, right? What year? 98. Nineteen. Yep. And 1989 Athletics. Mm-hmm. 1986 Mets.
1: Yeah, that was a good team, by the way. Look
0: at this, 108 years since the Cubbies took one home.
1: Okay, so basically the odds are against them. What you're saying right now about <laughs> your Cubs is in the last 30 years, only five teams who have had the best record in the regular season. I said it, I've I won, meant it, won the Cubs win the World,
0: series. World Motherfucking Series. Uh, no. I said it from the beginning of the, series, uh, so. of the year, and I'm going to tell you again, I love the Dodgers, I agree that they win that series. Uh, I do love... Uh, The Cubs, they're strong right now. If they play together as a team, they will do very, very well. Uh, Like the Giants, will they make it all the way? No. Uh, Boston, Cleveland, uh, I don't know. Who do you think is going to take that series in Blue Jays and Toronto? Well, I already talked about the Dodgers. I mean, Toronto and Cleveland.
1: I talked about the Dodgers National Series. I just told you what I thought there. The Boston-Cleveland Series, uh, very interesting. Terry Francona, the manager for the Cleveland Indians, is playing the Boston Red Sox, uh, his former team. Uh, The team that he won the World Series with, uh, very, very
0: interesting. Um, I, I have my thoughts on this series. I think Boston will edge it out. I am. That's pretty goddamn tight so I series. Got, I got the
1: Dodgers winning the series against the Nationals. I, uh-huh. just, I just explained that. Yeah, I agreed. They got a better offense. I agree. Uh,
0: I, I say Toronto I, takes down Texas. I'm just going to tell you who wins the series.
1: I, I, the Toronto-Texas series, this has a potential to be a slugfest, my friend. It's, yeah. a, it's a big rivalry. Toronto and Texas, they do not like each other. Uh, there's a lot of offense involved on both sides of the ball. Some good pitching, too, by the way. However, it's got... Uh, it's got a slugfest written all over it. Maybe some overs there, Steve. And I do believe Toronto is, I agree with you. I believe Toronto's going to win that series.
0: Let me give you another stat. Jake Arrieta, uh, has a 4.4 ERA, uh, over his last 16 starts. Uh, Red Sox scored 83 more runs than the next best offensive team in the American fucking league. Yeah. They're a powerhouse. Uh, Red Sox are a powerhouse. Uh, Boston, those are these fucking Kaz and the boss. I got a couple solid teams this year, dude. Red Sox ranked first in all offensive categories yes, against pitchers who average at least nine strikeouts per start. The Red Sox have the, the run. Dif- they must like good pitching is all I can fucking tell you. Their run differential is amazing. It's it, fucking phenomenal. The, the Red Sox. It's, it's- like, it's, there's no one. It's kind of like us. No one's even, like, remotely close second place. <laughs> no, they haven't. Anyway, uh, pretty much that's all I got to say in baseball. We got a great series. Everybody needs to watch it. Stay excited about it and realize this. We're on our fucking 79% winning streak in baseball. Mm. Like I said, more than college football, more than NFL. I'm not going to lie to you. We only have a limited more time to bet baseball. Make sure you call us and take advantage of it. Fair enough?
1: There's still a lot of money to be made in baseball. The postseason is extremely profitable.
0: Entertainment news. As everybody knows, Kim Kardashian tied up, gagged, and robbed in Paris. Oh, my
1: God.
0: Well, yeah, well, that's what Kim gets for going on her Snapchat every 20 minutes and telling motherfuckers where she is. I tell that to Kelly all the time. Don't go on social media and tell people where the fuck we are. You take pictures, you send them to our social media guy, shout out to you, Joe, and he puts it up eight hours later, maybe the next day. You don't just give a play-by-play when you're a celebrity where you're at, especially when you're by yourself with no security, you dumb bitch. Mm -hmm tell the story, Skip. You want to tell them well, what happened?
1: I'm just going to say this. I, I, I don't think it's the first time that Kim Kardashian has been tied up and gagged.
0: Well, <laughs> no. Like The best part about it, I, the story, I didn't tell you. Oh, she's been tied up and gagged several times. Yeah. I don't know who's been tied up more, Kim Kardashian uh, or the guys that actually been robbing people. Yeah. Who do you think tied people up more? These motherfucking bank robbers, uh, supposedly uh, professional robbers. I say they're just straight bootleg fucking uh, home invaders. Because they obviously had it planned out. I think they followed her through social media. But Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian was spending a quiet night inside her apartment in Paris when she suddenly awoke uh, to five masked men inside her place. Mm. Kim was in bed at the time. The masked men zip-tied Kim's hands, bound her feet, and carried her to the bathroom and placed her in the bathtub.
1: I'm sure they did. Now, if
0: she's bound and gagged, how is she playing for her life? Can you tell me that one? I have no idea. No, 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 no. What is she talking with something in her mouth, like a horse no. with a fucking bit in her? Well, she's
1: used to talking with something in her oh, mouth. Oh,
0: you know, I bet you that girl can say to ABCs front and back with a dick in her mouth. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody can recite the encyclopedia with a 12-inch dick in her mouth, Ugh. it's definitely Kim yeah. K. That bitch knows how to Instagram. Take a picture and do a Snapchat while sucking a dick. Mm. Yeah, she's pretty good at the You're a multitasker, sweetie, I'll give you that. So anyway, you know, on on a real note, because, you know, I've been a victim of a home invasion, and it doesn't matter if you get tied up in Paris or, you know, uh kicked in by four dudes that shoot you five times in your chest because they're scared. I mean, You know, home invading is pretty scary shit, Skip. Mm. Like when I took them three to chest, I I didn't think I was gonna make it out. So there's a little bit part of me that feels sorry and nobody deserves to get robbed. Nobody deserves to have their house infiltrated. Nobody deserves to have their space fucked with. People like that deserve to fucking die. Right on. You come in someone's house, be prepared to die, and whoever our president is, you better stick along with that. You don't need to just be in fucking Texas to kill somebody on your property. Make that shit legal out here in Las Vegas. Because that shit happens to me again. I'm laying motherfuckers out. Well, suppose- ex-felon or not. I'd rather go to prison for an ex-felon possession than be dead. Supposedly her longtime bodyguard, Pascal. Yeah. He was hanging out with Courtney
1: and uh, Kendall at some nightclub while she's getting robbed.
0: Correct. So she went home a little early or whatever. Um, uh, the robbers didn't speak English. They kept repeatedly saying, ring, ring, ring. Uh-huh. Uh, one in Kim's band, $4.5 million ring, which mm. they got. I don't, I mean, like I said, she should have found a way to slide that thing right in her ass. I know she has a move where she could have stuck that (laughs) finger right in her ass and came out with nothing. You know what I mean? Kept the ring. But Kim's also reported showing uh, men where the other jewelry was. Men made off with $10 million in jewelry. Mm, Her wedding ring and a a jewelry box. She told them where it was. When you're a celebrity, you have insurance on this. So they're getting the money back. A lot of the times you actually make more money on the jewelry than what it was. You know what I mean? You can insure it for a couple million dollars more. But um, how I sum it up is uh, keep your bodyguard with you. You're the biggest reality star in the fucking world. Uh, you might want to keep security at all times. Um, people know that you have millions of dollars. And this is what I'm starting to realize. You don't have to wear an 80 fucking carat, $20 million ring anymore. Uh, you don't have to drive a Ferrari pulling a Bentley in the back to let people know you have money. Uh, you might just want to learn how to live life, be good people and uh, not die, and be able to live and spend your money, because if you set yourself up, only bad things can happen, and uh, when people start looking to rob you, you know, you can easily have your life taken, so for those people that did that to you, Kim, I hope you guys have enough power, I hope Kanye's gay ass has enough boys to put some people together and go get those motherfuckers, fuck the police, go find them in the fucking streets and get them motherfuckers, because no one deserves to to rob or take advantage of you like that, It's, it's terrible, neither does anybody else. Uh, Moving on, uh, Lindsay Lohan, speaking of fingers in the ass, Lindsay Lohan got a piece (laughs) of her finger actually cut off on Sunday, Skip. Oh, Lord. Lindsay, now, I mean, was she joining a gang, like an Asian gang, and got her finger cut off, or what exactly happened? Something about being on a goddamn boat in Turkey. I'm fucking with you. Sunday, Lindsay Lohan, ladies and gentlemen, was on a boat in the sea off the coast of Turkey. When she tried to release the anchor on the boat she was on... Lindsay somehow got her finger tangled in the anchor line and was thrown overboard. At this point, uh, it it, it tore pretty much a piece of her ring finger off. Uh, As she got pulled off the boat, pulled her finger off, she fell into the water. She was crying, struggling to get back onto the boat. They pulled her up. Mm -hmm. Her friend looks over, sees her finger. They actually put her finger on ice like everyone's told to do. What's the odds of finding the fucking finger on top of it? Must have
1: been wrapped you get, up in a You, rope you
0: get pulled into the fucking sea. You fall in, this, that, and the other. Bitch, I mean, how much luck do you got? Her yeah. fucking finger sitting right. That so is- they put it on ice. Supposedly it got re They kept the finger, like I said, on ice, rushed it to the hospital. Uh, Lohan went into surgery, and the doctor successfully put her finger back on. Wow. I guess what the doctor said is: uh, it actually has an automatic twitch now. It's going to be her clip finger. It has like a little. <laughs> That has a a little left to right thing that it does now, just the end of it, but they said she's going to absolutely love it. I mean, what woman wouldn't want an automatic clip finger, one that moves left to right on its own? You do want to shoot three, four extra nuts a day, don't you? So it worked
1: out all right for her.
0: Anyway, ended up getting her finger off, went a little traumatic, ended up with a finger to rubber clip that moves. so I think overall, Lindsay, you had a good day on Sunday, huh?
1: You know what I don't understand about the whole story? What the fuck is she doing in Turkey?
0: Um, Honestly, in between me and you? Turkey? Um, doing whatever it takes to live, sucking cock to get to the top, hanging out with anybody who will pay their bills. Turkey. Doesn't matter if you have enough hair on your back to make a fucking, uh, oriental rug. As long as you're willing to pay her bills, she'll suck your cock off. Like it's never been sucked before.
1: I got to take it easy on Turkey because I got two clients in Turkey. Well, you're a fucking
0: Turkey. I just remember you ate a Turkey sandwich for lunch, Turkey. Gobble, Gobble, gobble. Anyway, guys, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, you want to tell everybody about the Mike Tirico story? I know it's kind of old or whatever, but... Uh,
1: Gobble, he's nuts. Huh? Mike Tirico? I don't know. He's a bum. NBC said no. No Mike Tirico doing play-by-play. It's not going to
0: happen. So basically, he was trying to pull some moves on him, uh, and it really didn't work. Tried to leave one place to go to another place, thought he was getting this, thought he was doing that, and ended up getting nothing but a, a dick in his mouth, huh? Apparently. Sent him home early to hit the showers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recently made the move from ESPN to NBC. Uh, and his first gig uh, for his new network had been working on the Olympics, okay? okay. Considering the fact that Tarico was playing play-by-play for Monday Night Football for 10 years, though, uh, one would assume, uh one of his primary gigs at NBC would be to call football, right? You would think. Specifically, the uh, five-game Thursday night, you know, NFL package that we have. Mm-hmm. However, that apparently is not the case, Big Skipper. Uh, Al Michaels has been uh, tapped to do both his usual Sunday night game schedule, and the new Thursday night game package as well. But NBC was told no on having Tirico, uh on the Thursday night football anchor. Brian McCarthy, the NFL's VP of communications, said in this statement that reason behind the decision was that the league wanted the number one teams from Sunday night to carry over into Thursday. Does that make any sense?
1: It's all bizarre to me.
0: It's very bizarre, and generally, uh, it's the network's call, but uh, I think that uh, he fucked somebody's girl, something happened, he did something that nobody knows about, they're keeping it real secret, you don't, the guy's good, I mean, did you, you might have disliked him, he announces game's good, he's not better than Al Michaels, he's, not, he's better he's, than Brian McCarthy, motherfucker. Well, he's no skip. He's no Skipper Dipper. I think
1: they should just call me. I'll fly out there, do the fucking game every Thursday night. We'll make this real simple.
0: Skip, if we didn't make millions of dollars, I've told this to people, and they've actually said they'd rather see us there. I mean, guys, if you don't think I can't go on Fox and ESPN and get a TV show and bring celebrities on and be a square, I can easily do that. But I have a sports consulting business that's connecting to gambling, which is illegal everywhere, so that's why we can't bring a lot of guests on and tie them into gambling. But my business makes millions and millions and millions of dollars for me a year. I'm not going to go do an ESPN show for a half a million a year. And Skip's not going to do it for a half a million a year because he makes more. But believe me, there will be a time where hopefully we can do that for these people, Skip. Well,
1: there's not going to be enough bleeps available. No. I mean, it's going to yeah, be there is. bleep, bleep.
0: It's when gambling bleep, becomes bleep. legal. And make sure we help support the legalization to make gambling legal. Podcast number 92, Reggie White, the Minister of Defense, Uh, Shout out to all our people out there keeping our country safe. College football is in full effect. Tonight is Thursday night football, two college games, Arizona taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Tom Brady is back, ready to fucking go, uh, and better than ever. Uh, Pretty much the sizzle reel that we released that everybody's been looking for, everybody's been asking for, has officially been released. If you haven't seen it, Go check it out. You guys will love it. Brings you into my life of the number one documented most feared sports better in the world and where I came from and what I did to put this business in a headlock and literally monopoly and strong arm monopolize this business like I have. Uh-huh. Nobody's even remotely number two. Uh, the playoffs in Major League Baseball are in full effect. Everybody's exciting. The games are exciting. The pitchers are doing their jobs. You got another Major League Baseball game tonight with toronto and texas and like i said skip uh gave you a little bit of insight of what he thought on that as well Mm -hmm. uh kim kardashian got tied up skip said it's definitely not the first time so she shouldn't be too traumatized there i mean like i said she's probably been tied up more than any motherfucker in the world huh probably huh who do you think's been tied up more a horse in a country western movie or kim kardashian kim kardashian (laughs) without any shadow of a doubt Lindsay Lowen cuts off her finger, ends up getting it reattached with movement to make it a clitoris finger. Congratulations to you. You'll be shooting nuts off more than you ever have in your entire motherfucking life, Lindsay. Uh, and Lindsay, hey, sucking cock to get to the top is what a lot of people have to do. Not mad at you for doing it. But, you know, uh, you don't want to just give up your pussy. You want to be a little bit more of a professional... Uh, you know, get back to work. You probably can still do a few things. And uh, they're always looking for a funny freckle faced redhead. All right, Lindsay, get your ass back to work. Stop being so goddamn lazy. And let's go get fucking paid. Everybody can use a ginger in fucking Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you one thing. Uh, and this is from the bottom of my heart, okay? Um, Every day around here in my life is not a good day. I know I always motivate people with positivity. Uh, my job is to motivate people, inspire people, uh, make you a better salesman, tell you how to go to job your job and be better, tell you how to make more money. But I want to talk about having a bad day real quick. I know people look at me and say that I got millions of dollars in my life and I can't have a bad day. Guys, I just want you to understand one thing. It is completely okay to have a bad day. I'm a human being just like you. I bleed just like you do. I pay bills just like you do. One thing about me is I'm a human being. I have feelings just like everybody else. If you have a bad day, it's okay. It's just a matter of how you treat your bad day. Stay positive. Bad things are going to happen to you. Remember this, uh, tough times don't last, but tough people do. So I just want to say every now and then, like, you know, if you're down and out and you see everybody around you uh, doing good or if you're in a sales job and people are making more money than you or something at your job, somebody got promoted and it's getting you down and out or you're just having a bad day, understand that it's okay to have a bad day. Just embrace it. Make sure that you don't get negative. Make sure that you label it as just a bad day. And do whatever it takes to break the fuck out of it. Do what it takes to get better. Do what it takes to make your mind positive. You can have a bad day, but you never have a bad week. And that's the message what I'm trying to tell you right now. There's ups and downs in lives. That's just pretty much what it is. But... It's a matter about how many times you get kicked down. It's a matter of how many times you get back up. Everybody's been kicked down. I've been kicked down four or five times. I get right back up and do whatever it takes to put my head up and smile and play it off. Even if your life is not good or even if you're struggling tough times, if money's tight, things are rough, you're not where you want to be in life, keep a positive attitude. When you're at your job, be an actor. Be positive. Be motivational. And I promise you one thing, it will come your way. Karma is a bitch. What comes around goes around. You treat people the way you want it to be treated, something special will happen to you, and that you can take to the bank. I just wanted to let you know that from the mouth of Steve Stevens because even I have bad days, but never bad weeks, and never, ever bad months. Steve Stevens, VIP Sports. On the behalf of VIP Sports, the team, Big Skipper, and myself, remember, don't let the players be the only ones that get paid, and we love you. See you, wouldn't want to be you. Podcast number 92, what the fuck are you going to do besides make money and get paid? I love you. See you. I keep hearing things. Let the money talk. I keep hearing things. Let the money talk. It must be the money talking. It must be the money talk, yeah. it must be the money talk yeah. Let the money talk. Yeah. It's Steve Stevens, i bust your bookie head open Split it to the white meat, I ain't joking Me a dirt bomb in the ghost float Straight OG like that Kush I be smoking It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it A little white girl around, I might sniff it Popping bub in the club, so twisted. My pops keeps telling me to go get it. So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers. I'm talking about five figures. I need a few shots of liquor. Might need another zipper if the bomb play me. Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady. When it comes to betting sports, Steve, Steve is a beast. Need a certified winner called VIP Sports. Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock. So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like pop. I keep hearing things. I keep hearing things.